0: You're listening to the Life in a Pandemic podcast. My name is Jeremy Wagstaff. Today is May the 18th, 2020. There are 4.67 million cases of COVID 19 in the world. This one is a rather special, sad episode for me. I lost my brother the other day, less than a month after losing my aunt. It's starting to feel like carelessness. So this podcast is about me. And to be clear, neither of these deaths were down to COVID-19, at least not directly. And this podcast isn't about COVID-19, at least not directly. But as I spent some virtual time alone with my brother's closed casket, I couldn't help feeling that this was a future that might seem dystopian, but was instead rather comforting My brother was my only sibling so there's only me now from that family unit and he lived on the polar opposite side of the world in DC and so hard to reach at the best of times from my perch in Singapore. But Covid-19 had somehow rendered that distance meaningless. He could just as easily have been across the causeway in Malaysia and quarantines would have made it almost impossible to be graveside. For me it was déjà vu backing up down the freeway. When my aunt died in a British nursing home a few weeks ago, I could do nothing but send a few photos of her to a small mailing list of people unconnected to each other except through my aunt. She wasn't a real aunt, but as a childhood friend of my mother, I had known her better and longer than most of my other relatives, and she had outlived most of those. Most on the mailing list were not geeks, it's safe to say, so those photos that did come back were usually upside down or sideways, which could have appeared disrespectful, but which would have amused my aunt. Her funeral was, of course, a small one, remote, and ring-fenced by COVID-19, and I never got to hear what she had meant to others, or even see a photo of where she was buried. I had to sit alone with my grief and read a few scraps from others on the ad hoc mailing list about how the day went. My brother's death was quite different, My tech-savvy nephew had arranged for me to spend some time alone near my brother's casket fire, FaceTime, which was oddly peaceful. And then, with the help of his friends, he hosted a memorial on Zoom. As the introductory music played over a tasteful drawing, I watched as a list of people signing on flashed up on the screen. By the time it started, more than 200 people were aboard. I made it through my own eulogy and then watched... Dozens of others talk about my brother. Most of the people were those I'd never met, but it was moving to hear them talk about him, revealing angles of my brother that were new to me, and refreshing, like uncovering hidden doors in a familiar house. The tools aren't perfect, of course. I forgot to turn my video off after I had talked, and so I dread to think what I was doing for the rest of the gathering. And there were the inevitable glitches. But most important, for me, was that people were there, wherever they were from. Distance was no obstacle for once, and neither was familiarity. You never know who will turn up at a funeral. That's what makes them so fascinating. The former lovers, the unacknowledged offspring, estranged spouses, and feuding relatives, all may turn up. The wake is a more selective affair. But here, in a virtual room, were dozens of people who had heard about my brother's death, and who could join in to share the memory of someone without fear of somehow not being close enough. It was egalitarian in a way that wakes usually aren't. No one has to fuss over who to invite and whether there are enough chairs or canopy to go around. Instead, it becomes a festival where anyone can pay tribute. No one was left out because of distance, either physical or familial, and that seemed to me to be something rather beautiful. I don't know what will happen when COVID-19 is tamed. I'm sure a lot more things will go back to normal than people predict. But if we take one lesson from the pandemic, I feel it should be this. Whether it's a funeral, wedding, wake, birthday party, blue chip annual general meeting, or parish council conclave, offer a virtual version too. Don't let physical distance decide who has a seat and a voice. And don't just put a camera in a corner of the room and live stream it give it some thought as my nephew did for my brother it made a world of a difference thanks for listening to this the podcast will continue but we'll probably be taking a break and we'll be returning to listen to some of the favorites and a few new faces as the pandemic sadly continues thank you very much for your support And don't forget to share it with friends. Other people might be interested in hearing how lives are continuing, torn apart, reshaped by this most strange of years.